Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back for another episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ah. Mm. Always a shot of Jameson to start us off. No sponsorship. Thank you very much, Jameson. We will take that money anytime you want to send it to us. Mm. Um, okay, so we're talking first. I've got uh, the wonderful Alicia Bagley. Am I saying it right? No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I, Alicia Bagalos? Yes, that's closer. Yeah. Hi, I'm Alicia cocktail writer here in Shanghai. Hmm. Hi, I'm Helena. I'm the co-founder of Chinese Grim, uh, Grin brand, Chinese gin brand, Crimson Pangolin. Uh, and we've also just launched a hard seltzer, hot tea seltzer called Jin Cha. Yeah. And uh, I'm Kelvin, founder of Street Kings and also business development at uh, the Grin company, <laughs> uh, Crimson Pangolin. Is it pronounced Kelvin or Kelpin? It's Kelpin. <laughs> Kelpin. Yeah. Kelpin of Crimson Pangolin Grim. Yep. Yeah. Grin, not grin. Grin, sorry. Yeah. Grin. Okay. So today we're talking about um, trends we think for next year for bar trends. Yeah. Drinks and bar trends in general. 2022 forecast. 2022 forecast. Yeah, forecasting. Okay, so I think this could, this could be a good one. I, actually, I like talking about future trends. I like this. I think this I is I like a, speculating. This is, yeah, this is yeah. a classic Logan we've done this for topic. The, yeah, yeah, we've done this for the last couple of years uh-huh. with that Shanghai. We've done, you've done it with me before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, did it, we did it together. We did it yeah, together, yeah. We've all done it together. Yeah. yeah. Except for Kelvin. Yeah. yeah. Kelvin. 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 Um, so before we go to the future, let's go to the past. Yeah. So what did we think was going to go on this year? Obviously, this year it's been uh, a, a wild year for everybody but us safe in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. So what did we think that was going to happen that didn't happen? Um, like, what did you think was going to blow up that didn't blow up and what blew up? I honest, I thought RTD cocktails were a fad that would come and go. But actually, there's a lot of RTD companies that are just going from strength to strength, and they're finding new territories to to, to spread into. So, just an example, at like Bar, which is a local a local RTD brand here, mm-hmm. they've just got into an airline. They've just got into I think I think it's Pacific Pacific mm-hmm. Airlines, and they're now being served on on the planes, which I think is actually kind of cool. It's awesome. They, yeah. they, they did a fantastic yeah, they're, job. Yeah, they're killing it. They also launched in the UK earlier this year. Oh, wow. I, I did hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so uh, Alicia with an E. Yeah, that, uh, well, so same page. That was definitely something that I thought That's was huge, going huge, to yeah. be big this year. Um, I don't know how much forecasting I did last year because of COVID. I guess I don't think I thought too much into it besides uh, uh, RTDs. Oh, one thing that I did think I, I thought that uh, agave spirits were going to rise a bit this year, and I think that I think I that's think it's, pretty I think it's true happening. in Shanghai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. that. Agave yeah. spirits, the popularity of agave spirits is on the rise. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kelvin? Yeah, uh, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, seltzers were definitely, like, up and coming. I think there was a brief while when... I, I don't want to call... I don't want to say it went down, but it was a, there was a little bit of a lull when there were a few brands that came out. And then it just like plateaued a little bit, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, I think towards the beginning of the summer, there was a there was a little bit of a boom, and there were a few brands that like started popping up left and right. I feel like seltzer too. I, I think we're RTDs, all, yeah. Yeah, yeah, RTDs, yeah, 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 that yeah. that aspect of it. Um, I think seltzer really is such a good summer drink because you can take it with you. Yeah. You know, you can have it's a great good for time. You yeah, have a picnic, yeah. You could whatever you're gonna do. Yeah. You can be handy and you have your can of booze, and mm. like, but it's a fun, active. Thing. Yeah. So yeah. I have I have something that I thought was going to keep getting bigger over the past couple of years. Where I'd say the growth 
is slower than than it is. Does anyone want to guess? Um, is it a kind of a bar? Or is it more of a drink? More of a drink, and I think Logan would love to hear that I've been wrong. How would I uh, love to hear you're wrong? <laughs> I wouldn't know. No ABV. Yeah. Oh, so no I, ABV. I, yeah, I, yeah, thought, yeah. I thought that no. I, I mean, I think it's like well, I had slowly. A good, I had a good conversation about it. That's why. I, uh, yes. I, I think that I slowly, slowly, it, it's coming up, but not at the speed that I thought it would in China. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to address something. With the no ABV cocktail conversation that we had, a lot of people have told me that non-alcoholic drinks are great. And I said, yes, that's not the conversation we were having. Yeah. We were talking mm-hmm. about distilled non-alcoholic spirits. Mm-hmm. I think we all we all knew what it was, but I think mm-hmm. the listeners at home, yeah. people have asked me, I was like, if you have, like, Alicia talked about Bloody Marys with no alcohol in them. Mm-hmm. If you have that, that's fantastic. That's great. There's mm-hmm. nothing bad with that. But I think listeners maybe didn't understand we were just harping on distilled non-alcoholic spirits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which I, is, which which is a different... Which I still pro, though. Yeah, you're yeah. still pro, but that, and that's fine, but that's that was our conversation. Like, if you're not a drinker, Right. And you have a right. mocktail, whatever it is, that's yeah. completely fine. We yeah. don't have any animosity. To it. <laughs> Sorry, guys at home, we just uh, recovered from a catastrophic mic drop, <laughs> um, and that's all we'll say about that. So we're all back, we're all alive. Uh, Kelpin is just hanging out here with us, and we're gonna start talking about what our trends are for the upcoming year, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Okay. What um, do you guys think? D- so let's let's talk about RTDs for a bit, just because like maybe some of the listeners don't know what we're talking about. RTDs are ready to drink cocktails. Yeah, yeah, and they they were kind of they they emerged as a trend during lockdown. Yeah. Uh, just because people couldn't go to bars, they couldn't drink at home, um, and they kind of stayed. But I, I they I think the they found new avenues for them. So mm-hmm. places like planes, places that didn't have trained bartenders. Yeah. So basically yeah. the whole idea is you could have a classic cocktail wherever you wherever you wanted. All you, all you did was maybe some ice and you can pour it and it's ready. So yeah, that's that's that stayed. Yeah. And it was unexpected. Yeah. Now, is, that, is, mm. is it everywhere or is it just like, do we know if it's big in Europe or what do we know about ready drinks? I, I do think that at least people started having ready, well, that's hard, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, people started to do things like we have here with bars coming up with canned cocktails and packages like that they would send mm-hmm. home for delivery. I, but I think that in the rest of the world, an RTD in some level has always kind of been there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm still laughing at the mic. Here's something uh, I'll tell you my 14 year old self in Singapore. Something that I used to always buy at 7 Eleven was the RTD Jack Daniels and Coke. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do remember that was small liquor. I remember those. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Totally disgusting. But yes, that is something I used to drink. And I think that now, though, you know, in hard seltzers, um, kind of Mike's Hard Lemonade, that kind of stuff, like those, those are, in a way, RTDs, right? But I think what's cool now is we've reached a new level where you're getting a craft cocktail yeah. Yeah. that's ready to drink, right? right? Yeah, really. mm. and often designed by like a famous bartender, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, with collaborations with a certain bar or something yeah. like that. And I, I think that that's cool because you can experience that drink as if you were going to the bar, which was the whole point during mm. COVID, right? Yeah. Like, here's our you know, union trading company. Here's our yeah, Union did one. I did one. The same for Libo. They came yeah. to us. The like, bar in the bottle. Yeah, bar in the bottle. bottle. Which is yeah. such an innovative thing, yeah. Yeah. idea. You yeah, know? which was really that was great. I think. But I mean, that's such a, a microcosm event because it's just 
Shanghai and Shanghai bar nerds that know about this stuff. Right. But, like, I think, well, the bigger picture is RTDs are, at least in our world, mm-hmm. on the rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we did never, we could ever predict that, which is such a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, so before COVID, I think that there were a few notable places that were doing it. Um, do you guys remember 247 by Seku? So Seku is like a, a fashion and design brand here in China, and there was a, a um, they launched like a collaborative co- bottled cocktail bar, um, or, or ready ready to drink tap cocktails. Basically, they, first they launched as a bar in Beijing, and so their their first launch menu was like twelve different bartenders from all mm-hmm. over China who each had a cocktail on tap at the bar, mm-hmm. and then they started bottling these and mm-hmm. selling them all over. And now two four seven has has bars like around all, all around China mm-hmm. uh, so one that's uh, in Guangzhou with Lotus you know Li Tong's mm-hmm. bar in Guangzhou um, they have it they also have a 247 uh, like tap thing there mm-hmm. as well but you can get all of these cocktails which is really cool and that was came long before COVID where it's like try a bartender from uh, try 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 a bartender mm-hmm. uh, try a drink from a famous bartender no matter where you live yeah. right mm-hmm. and then of course there was Liba which we all know and is now going global with yeah. 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 yeah yeah give um, them sure. the flowers yeah and then actually Daniel Ahn's RTD launched right at the time of COVID but was already planned before COVID it was just happy planning yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. very convenient yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they not, had not that convenient because I mean it was a crash it, it, yes yeah. it, it was but I mean yeah so but he, he was planning was on, on that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I also um, I also walked. I was on Lu yesterday, and I walked past the food court in Julilu, ready to eat. The, what's it called? Uh, more than eat. More than eat. More than yeah, eat. more than eat. There's they have a place there called What W A T, and I didn't go in, but I looked through the window, and it, oh, looked, it's it, new. it looks it looks yeah. like it looks like a sushi bar with the rotating belt. Mm-hmm. But on the rotating belt, they have ready to drink cocktails oh, that, that are in a bottle. That's cool. That I kind cool. of wanted I kind of want to go and check it out there, tomorrow. There were a few other places that I can think. For example, like Almentari. Uh, had had their own line. They have all. Yeah. They have been doing yeah. bottled cocktails for about right. four years. And then yes. uh, another one was flask. So one of the things they did was they made a cocktail, and then they put it in a flask, and it was like yeah. a gimmicky thing where you order it and it comes in a flask. You yeah. pour the cocktail in uh, yourself. Did it first. Uh, mm-hmm. But then. 2014. Yeah, Unitrade Logan Company did also does that. Right, yeah, exactly. But then, yeah. then Liba came along and they, they started collaborating <laughs> with Liba, so now they have it in those bottles yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I mean, personally, before COVID, when I saw some of these cocktails, I was like, I'm, I'm just going to order an actual cocktail. Yeah. But then, you know, there was, for us, a brief lockdown, and I was like, cool, I can order a ready to drink cocktail to my house right. and then I started seeing like you know a, an actual reason behind having one of these it, mm. it's also good I think for places that just aren't don't don't have a bar you yeah. know uh, so pe- like pizza places so home slice sells live uh home slice pizza sells live bar mm. bottles yeah. cocktails because they just, they don't have a bar they don't yeah. have bartenders but they want to offer people drinks yeah. right yeah yeah um, and I think you spread the bagel, bagel shop they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have yeah. Some of Places things. where you don't have trained bartenders. Right. Like, That's yeah. kind of like I have an RTD already because mm-hmm. it's like a podcast. At mm-hmm. a certain age, if you do bartending long enough, you have a podcast and an RTD. Yeah. So I have an RTD. Uh, and that's just basically for people who are too busy or mm-hmm. big event spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you don't need to have a trained bartender at all times. Right. right. Or yeah. a trained a trained monkey could open a bottle. Mm-hmm. A bartender takes a lot more sick days and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean. So I think that is a, as a trend. That's a great trend. So I wonder how that'll persevere into next year. 
Mm-hmm. Like, what are we thinking for trends that are going to just... Like, the straw thing. Like, before China had... Everybody was using plastic straws. Mm-hmm. And then Pernod Ricard came up with the paper straw initiative. Mm-hmm. And that was a big trend. It actually really was a big deal a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And now, almost any place you go to uh, for cute doesn't use plastic straws. They don't uh, use paper straws, straw. yeah. yeah. They use paper. Right. And I know and some people will say, like, Alicia doesn't like being given a straw all the time, but mm. it's better than the alternative. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously these straws were provided by David, mm-hmm. so mm. you have to take it with yeah, a grain yeah, of salt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's cyclical, you mm-hmm. know? But, um, so what we're, what we're doing is, I'm looking at a straw when I'm talking to Alicia, because there's a straw in her glass. <coughs> but what we're thinking is, what would be the new, let's say offset trend, like no straws? Yeah. Do you think maybe no napkins next year or no coasters? So just on the note of straws, I've noticed a lot of people being very creative with new alternative materials rather than plastic. So I've noticed recently that Starbucks, their straws have been tasting and looking a bit, you know, not like plastic. I said, I was like, what is this? And they said, oh, it's coffee. They make their straws out of coffee beans. That's cool. Yeah. That's so, really cool. Yeah, so really next, cool. Time, next time you go into a Starbucks, get a straw. If that it's like if cool. it's like brown color and it's like brown yeah. and a bit like um, like rusty looking, mm-hmm. if they, they make it out of coffee beans. So I'm not rich like you. I go to there were Lawson's. For there that. were those uh, <laughs> cups from. Yes. From so last drink? year, yeah, last year at um, my former company's festival thing that they did called Drink Street, the cup that everyone was given was from a, a local company called Caftech, where they use compressed coffee grounds. To make this is it. I have the cup to to make a reusable cup. So here, all the black part is made from coffee beans. Coffee beans. Wow, yes. that's yeah. amazing. So we can take a we can take a photo of this and um, or I can send you a photo, Logan. Nice. I'm pausing to take a photo. Yeah. Yeah, and so the yeah. funny thing is, like now it's normal, but when I first got it, like it really it smelled like coffee. Smell? Really, yeah. that's it so interesting. Smell like yeah. it now. now I've been using it a year, but um, it doesn't smell like anything anymore. It's lasted yeah. a year. Yeah. 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 It's great. So the, the whole thing is made of coffee beans. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think the fact that people are kind of taking the initiative and, like, make... Because this feels like plastic. Yes. I can't tell the difference between this and, right. this and, and plastic. It ho- and it holds up really well, I have to say, you know? Because you don't know if it's going to just whatever. Just but I've been using yeah. this many times a week for a year That's great, now. though. Yeah. yeah. No, that's and great. It holds up well. Also, like, um, a, like you can get, like, plastic plastic looking stuff that's made out of agave now as well oh really yeah yeah mm. it's kind of cool that's um cool. and there's yeah that, i think the sort of things mm. like i remember we we had a meeting two years ago talking about 2020 trends yes or 20 yeah, yeah, 2020, yeah, 2020, yeah. 2020 2020 2020 2020 trends and um i remember talking about pla with you mm-hmm. and i feel like pla the, the pla trend lasted about six months before that's people, what pla is too. okay so, so pla is basically kind of like a more envir- environmentally friendly version of like pet which is it's basically a different type of plastic but pla if you put it in compost it dissolves in about six months like okay. it disintegrates in about six months if you put it in compost. if you put it in compost or some type of dirt or earth that kind of composts it yes but if you if it goes in the ocean, it lasts. I want to say seven years. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, like, it's shorter yeah. time than plastic, but does not. But it's not ideal. Gotcha. It's not, not ideal. Great. Yeah. So so it looked for, it looked for a while like PET things would go in, in the direction of sorry not PET PLA. Yeah. But, but I've seen a lot less people use PLA now just because they don't know they don't have the composting space. Yeah. So, well, yeah. That, that's the thing is here a lot of people started using these like potato bait potato starch based straws and like these bi- quote unquote biodegradable compostable straws and plastic cups but the, but 
ultimately the point is if they don't go to the proper facility, then they're not they're not, they're not being yeah, composted, and yeah. it's just it, it's another thing. Yes, it will not take as long as plastic. It ultimately, of course, it's better, but it's it's not it's, it's not, not great. great. No, it's not, and so it's not just like we're super <clears throat> eco friendly. We use these compostable straws, but there there aren't composting facilities. I mean, you can check my facts, but I'm quite certain Shanghai does not have an abundance of composting facilities, and none of these coffee shops, etc., who are using those uh, who are using those straws are sending are collecting the straws then from their mm. clients after they've used them and sending it to uh, composting facility. yeah i can't imagine yeah. that's and, happening as and well. how long did you say it, it takes to decompose in, 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 in the in, in compost six months mm. but in yeah. you know that's terrible. Many, like, yeah, many the oceans, years. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, seven years. Right. I mean, plastic basically takes never. Plastically yeah. takes like a hundred years yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. Like, so yeah, of yeah. course it is better, but it's it's not right. it's not the. Yeah. But like you, it's not the solution. Even if you had yeah. your own compost, like you, to put something in there for six months, that's that's yeah. intense. That's a that's, yeah. a, that's, yeah. a, that's you, a, you that's actually a, need a facility for for that's something a commitment. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, so we we were hoping, I guess, ideally, we're hoping. The recycling and reusable trend continues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alternative materials. We all want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. for sure. Recycling. Um, I feel like digging up trash from the ocean was a trend for a while, especially in the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's gonna go into food and beverage a little bit if yeah. it hasn't already. I do think that more and more places are making some sort of attempt to reduce the amount of plastic that they use. But it's just such some, a hard thing because it's like you said, one foot forward, one foot forward, one foot back yes. in terms of what happens. Like yes. If we buy paper straws, they're wrapped in plastic. Right. And just, <laughs> Individually yeah, wrapped. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there's really, it's really hard, I think, to win as a consumer and as a... Yeah, because you want to do the ethically yeah. right thing. Right. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to do, like, any any crimes against humanity, but mm. yeah. sometimes there's a lot of microaggressions. Yeah, mm. of course. Yeah. Sometimes, one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen is, like, a peeled orange mm-hmm. inside a plastic container. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm just like, ah, oh, if only this orange had a natural covering <laughs> that naturally covered it and we wouldn't have to put it in a plastic container. I know. Oh, wait. <laughs> it know. did. Like, <laughs> yeah. What else? I mean, what other things? Okay, so we all missed, we all slept on RTDs. Yeah, they came out kind of nowhere, but then the, then the pandemic really accelerated them yeah yeah i i think i'm i'm gonna say a trend that i think it's on along the same lines as this straw thing we're talking about this is this is kind of a negative trend is it a sexy negative trend it's not sexy uh, but some people might think it's sexy yeah. i guess you can't you can't shame people. Into. Yeah, yeah it depends what you're don't into shame them okay uh, no no there's no king shaming here um it, i think that greenwashing is is going to be a trend on the rise. And what is greenwashing? Greenwashing is <laughs> greenwashing. Well, I know it's the most posh face I've ever this, seen. This, <laughs> is, this is another episode I'd love to do sometime. But uh, oh, is it like whitewashing? It, it well, no, it, it's like yeah. acting like you're sustainable, but it's it's not. It's oh. just smoking years. Okay, so okay, so it's like if oh, I were, if, if gotcha. I was to play Pocahontas in a movie, yeah, I would be whitewashing it. Well, like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's not so like yeah, yeah okay. no, it's not like that. It, it's it's like making everyone think that you're green, but you're not actually really. Got it. So, so making these yeah. minimal changes, like friendly using. I, uh, using all, being like, well, we don't have plastic straws. I, I, I love the whole trend of getting rid of plastic straws, but ultimately it's this tiny little blip. Oh, I hate sea turtles, so I'm delicious. No, I, know. I can't wait. We yeah, 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 them. yeah. I know. I Dolphins mean, and tuna, yeah, fantastic. I know. Well, but I mean, like, ultimately, like, 
not using plastic straws is like a tiniest little thing. Mm. And, and of course, it's the principle, right? It's getting people to be more aware of what right. they're using. So that's how you start a trend is like one small step at a time. I do believe that. But I think lots of companies, lots of places are trying to make it seem like they're green, but they're really not. They're, they're really not. And everyone yeah. nowadays wants to be... Consumers want places yeah, people, to be eco-friendly. Yeah, people do want, and you go yes. where the money is, and that's what people want. Yes, and consumers want pe- places to be eco-friendly, and you have to find a way to deliver. But I think that the majority of it is going to be, like I said, smoke and mirrors. So, yeah, so it's all about branding yes. and like appearances and yes, stuff like that. that is greenwashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Fake sustainability. Okay. Fake sustainability. Like, yeah. I would say a different from sustainability, I'll, just on a bar trend. We noticed uh, a couple years ago there was the trend of speakeasies. Mm-hmm. That was huge, mm-hmm. right? And then now there's the trend of lounges mm-hmm. versus like cocktail bars. Mm-hmm. And now like nightclubs are coming kind of back again. So. Are they though? Well, that's this is why it's a good question. <laughs> okay. Like the the One Oak place just launched, mm. which is I mean, careful what I'm you say age- here, Kelvin. <laughs> yeah, Kelvin. They might they might be our clients soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, so but it is a launch. And that's a it's a huge uh, investment of money to make to launch a nightclub. So somebody yeah. did research, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm aged out. I'm too old to go to a nightclub. It's mm-hmm. not my style. But like Kelvin over here, he's a young child. Yeah, I was there last week. Well, let's not take something for granted. In the rest, we live in Shanghai, which is quite modern and cosmopolitan. And well, what I'm saying is, are, are nightclubs coming back? Is that going to be the thing next year? Is big nightclubs because it kind of died out but before the no, pandemic? No, but, but, but this is this is what I want to say is yes, in Shanghai, which is more modern and not in tune with a lot of the rest of the what's going on globally, mm. right? The, the rest of China nightclubs have not died out. True, that's true. Yeah, yeah. True. so like yeah. we're kind of in a bubble, you know. Yeah. You go to any other small city, and the like the young people are drinking at yeah 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 well let's let's keep the microcosm of shanghai like do we think nightclubs are having a resurgence is that a big thing that's gonna be happening next year i think something that's gonna have to happen is that students gonna have to start coming back for that to happen well those are returnees and so this is one of the things we. but there's there's two there's two there's two strains of students though there's like there's like chinese students who are chinese and they go to college in china there's chinese students who've been to college overseas and they're returnees and there's overseas students who come to china to study We're missing the third demographic. Yeah, they're not coming back. Yeah, like, even next year, do you really think so? No, no, I don't think like, so. And I think that's a, uh, like, I would say for some place, like, one... Or you're drinking really well, would you, like, What would you say, like, is it your classic Chinese club? So everybody at home... Okay, so a, a quite classic Chinese club here is you go... Uh, no dance floor? Get, uh, correct. No dance floor. Most people will get a table, and then you kind of have... Uh, big rounds of beer um, and perhaps champagne and maybe some kind of bottle that just comes to for table service mm-hmm. and everyone's drinking it out of like these little cups all night long and you kind of are dancing around the table like this is the Chinese club environment right so I don't think that that kind of thing will really ever return to Shanghai but perhaps the kind of club cocktail bar fusion venue something like La Sociale um, mm. La Barra which just opened um some uh, up like places like this, mm-hmm. like maybe that's maybe that kind of thing where you can party but still have have a nice drink. Well, yeah, that, I mean that's the thing. I yeah. think those because you have the mega clubs, mm-hmm. right? And then you have like the more intimate, like the place you're describing, mm-hmm. which also they all serve a purpose. Yeah. Just because I'm aged out of something doesn't mean yeah it's not cool. It's just, I just don't go there because I'd rather go to sleep. Cause I'm mm-hmm. lame. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like so, I I my prediction would be more nightclubs opening up. 
And big box nightclubs opening up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure about. I'm not sure. I do feel because the world is kind of bouncing back from this whole craziness, mm-hmm. people want to go out and spend and have a fun time. Okay. People have been cooped up, and so I think it's uh, we didn't see it as much. Mm-hmm. Well, we're very, very fortunate on that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. But I do feel that, and thank, thank goodness that we're fortunate with that. But like, I do feel like this is what the comeback is. Mm-hmm. People are going to be like Great Gatsby style, mm-hmm. going hard in 2022. Because yeah. 2020 sucked. 2019 sucked. 2021 was pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. So I think you're gonna have a. It has to like the, the the anvil has to go the other way or whatever it is mm-hmm. has to go the other way. Mm-hmm. So my my prediction is big night clubs. I've got. A, I can see that. Yeah, I've got a prediction. I hope so. This is a prediction episode. <laughs> <laughs> like otherwise, okay, we're I've in the wrong a room. I've got positive prediction, but does someone else want to turn? Someone else have a thought? Kelvin's I'll let you go first. I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking here. Kelvin's all about edible underwear well, uh, making a return. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I think one of the, Sorry, you, you can go first. <laughs> can I go first? Okay, I think, finally, something I've been waiting for for a long time. The emergence of the late night venue. I think that Shanghai has for a very long time not had enough late night food and drink besides like kind of these little places where you can go grab a beer. Do you I, mean like Amber Lounge and places like that? I just like mean like cocktail bars staying open really late. Mm-hmm. And having because how many times have you been somewhere? It's like twelve or one and you wanna you wanna keep hanging out and you're like, where should we go? And you kinda don't really find somewhere. You mm-hmm. kinda can't figure somewhere out as a group. Hmm. I'm I mean, that's a different one. crowd too though. Because <laughs> you I think you run into, I like that thing, mm-hmm. but like you run into a different crowd set that's going out at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not the same crowd that you're with, they're just having drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're yeah. having nose beers and stuff like that. You're not really like down with. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's what I mean. Yes, that kind of thing is having those beers at barbecue and stuff. That's always been a thing. But I think they're having more food and drink places are staying open later. Yeah. 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 I'd be, I mean, I think that's a great trend because it's fun. Yeah. If you're out, you're out. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. you just finish your shift and it's time, you know, you had a hard shift at work and you want to have some fun. Mm-hmm. You should be able to blow off steam somewhere that's not Manhattan. Yeah. And sometimes I want some food. Yeah. yeah. Good food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And they have loosened up on that a little bit as mm-hmm. well. So I, I could see the food part definitely becoming a thing, like a late, late night food yeah. kind of mm-hmm. trend. Yeah. I also have a prediction, but I don't really know how to word it. Okay. So, okay, so I think that the food and beverage scene in tier one cities, so I'm talking Shanghai, Beijing, Chengdu, not so much Beijing, but definitely Shanghai and Chengdu, maybe Shenzhen, is very robust. But I think that there's so much choice when it comes to food and cocktails Mm -hmm. that sometimes you think, I want to go somewhere that has a little bit extra. The reason I'm thinking this is because I was in a bar in Chengdu a couple uh, last week and twice a night they have a burlesque, burlesque performance so they have this they have kind of more of a specific reason why you'd go there so mm-hmm. you'd be, and it's this very kind of like 1900s vibe deco it looks kind of looks a bit like you're on a train type mm-hmm. of thing and they have and you know twice a night they have a girl that comes out she's wearing like a Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. wig she's wearing this like glittery burlesque mm-hmm. she has a feather boa and stuff and it's kind of cool it's like kind of like a cool nice experience mm-hmm. um, and I, I feel like you'd you'd go there for that particular experience. And recently in Shanghai, somewhere opened called Planet One, which is like a VR... Uh, oh, I want to go there. I was supposed to go there. Yeah, like a VR. 
I actually haven't been there yet. David's been there for a meeting, um, and there was a huge party there on Halloween that had like a thousand people, like a thousand people go. Mm-hmm. But it's basically like a virtual reality goggles uh, type of like uh, establishment. I wouldn't say it's a nightclub, but it has been veering more towards the bar nightclub type of situation, okay. where where you can still do VR if you if you really want to. But so you mean just like any like bars with some kind of entertainment? Element? Yeah, bars with something else, yeah. like, so like locations yeah. with something extra. Top golf, like cages. There's yeah. another one called Party King, which Party is very King. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's a new place that's opening from cages and atelier together. That's going to be a arcade bar. That's oh. called two weeks because that's all it'll last. Yeah. Okay. Prediction. Prediction. Whoa! Ooh. Hot take. Hot take. But gaming is quite big in China. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's a curse spot. Playback the, oh, the mic because drop. Because of the location. Yeah. So you believe in the, in the location mm. curse. Yeah. Okay. I, think that, I think that one location, location is curse. very good. Okay. okay. There oh. used to be a bar in the form of French concession literally just called Arcade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just full of 1980s arcade oh, games. Oh, that, that, that was That was a what's it Oh, who's the bartender there? Near the shelter. Yeah. Near the shelter. Yeah, right? exactly. Oh, very yeah, nice shelter. Near the shelter. Or not right on Yongfu, but right over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that area. There was an Australian guy. Uh, I went to Greece with him. I should know his name. Dad, if you're on vacation with him, then you should know Well, no, no. Pernod Ricard sent us out there. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so I hope that that prediction comes true because I... Jake Peralta. I, no, that's from... That's no, from that's... Nine yeah, nine. that's... that's <laughs> uh, Jacob. His name was Jacob, though. Okay. I quite like a, a place yeah. like that. Like, yeah. I like going to cages, or I went to yeah. Top Golf recently. It was quite fun. We did so we kind of rented this room where you could do virtual sports games, and mm. then we did mini golf. You know, and and that was fun. So I I like an entertainment. And do you remember? Um, is the what? A, there was a place that used to do burlesque. It was on. It was a restaurant. Well, a, okay, so no, 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 a bar. It was on. It was on Shanxi Nanlu first, and then it then it moved. Uh, I know what you're talking about, uh, but yes, I know exactly. Shoot, it's on the tip of my tongue. That it, we'll we'll circle back to it. Mm-hmm. We know we have it. Yeah. What do we think? Is burlesque ever going to make a comeback? Did I, I, ever, I don't did know about burlesque specifically. Not I don't know about burlesque specifically, but I mean, and some kind of interactive element in a bar. Let's so say it like that. I will say, like when I worked in the nightclubs, like at Mint, we had dancers that did like four shows a night. Wow, well, that's and, a different. And then news, like in, in the U.S., we don't have that kind of. Maybe I just was going to the wrong places, but we didn't have like actually yeah. singers that would actually come and do a performance. Yeah, which well, is really cool. They were, like, I mean, they were I, really I big them. on shows. Yeah, the yeah. show yeah. aspect was I think is super cool. That production level is very interesting. I mean, I really hate when you go to a bar and they just have these like scant like women come out in bikinis for you to ogle at, and that's like a big part of the entertainment. Which bars are these? And where can Hooters? Come on, I mean, this is what like some places like Mint and stuff used to do. They, or when you right. have an opening party and they've got these models in bikinis walking around. And they're, like, they're, not, they're, not, even they're not even professional they're not, dancers. They're not professional dancers. They're, 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 just, just, they're just girls in bikinis. Well, who no, we know if, the, no. like, if a girl broke her leg, I have to put her down. I have to drag like a Svetlana outside and like shoot her. Because, you know, Russians, when they break a leg, it's like they, a horse. Yeah, they <laughs> have to absolutely cut that part yeah. off. It's I've said that like or re- or replay the mic drop. Replay the mic drop. Yeah. Because yeah. um, we I mean, I'm used to having these dancers, and sometimes they fall off the bar. Okay. Uh, like, I mean, I'm sorry. That is what happens. Like you know, people have accidents. You're dancing four times on stage. Yeah. And you're up on the bar. And dancing. you're drinking, and then you're gonna yeah. fall off the yeah. yeah. Natasha yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Anna's and Anna's and yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, I hope that that's not 
in return. I, I don't like. Yeah, it seems, bit, it, it seems really shelfies. cheesy. It yeah. seems super cheesy. It's and not like, just that. It just, it's, it just kind of offends me. Well, well that's, that's you, though. It, it, just, it just seems kind of I don't think it's tacky. just me. It's, it yeah, is tacky. It's, it's, it, yeah, it, it, it is tacky. But they don't deserve to make money and work No, of course dancing. they deserve to make money, but like... Well, nobody's it's, it's, like forcing them to dance. They do, and they're picking but, these are, but these are places that put out ads like looking for a 45 kilo white foreign woman to put on a bikini. Yeah, but yeah, I've done that before. Or Sony uh, definitely has. Uh, I I have done it in China. I, yeah. I I used to work at a strip club in the UK, but I haven't done it. I haven't. No, done I thought it you here. did mint. Or no, that was no. Sophie. It was Never definitely Sophie. Then. Yeah, yeah. Never done mint. So I mean, it's not people could you know all sorts of choices to do all sorts of things, you know. Yeah, I just. It's a bit tack. Yeah, it is yeah. a bit tack. I uh, was blown yeah. away by the theater, theatrical performances. It was like, wow, these people are singing and dancing, and like, there's a whole production routine. That's practices. not what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, we all like, know what I'm talking yeah. about. But I meant that's what that's what it was. It was literally okay. like twelve well, dancers. But we all know what I'm talking about, and why can't there, why can't there be a, a, bustier woman, serving you? It's also beautiful. <laughs> like, that's, why does it have to be that? You know, I, oh, this is a whole other issue. But like, okay, so it's a whole other way, okay, issue. This, we're this, getting off. <laughs> Okay, so this this actually could be an interesting thing I for another type of podcast, but actually, <laughs> you should but no, you should watch a documentary of Serbian and Russian girls in China and the path they take to get here because it's not pretty. So we talked it's to Danica. It's not pretty. You can talk uh, from peddlers. Yeah. No, but I, I don't mean people like Danica. I mean, and also I don't think she's Serbian. No, she's Serbian. I don't. No, sorry, I don't mean Serbian. I mean, um, what's the fucking really cold place? Um, uh, Siberia. Siberian. Oh, yes. I know <laughs> Siberia. Yes. Yeah, so like, we're like, gonna we're gonna cut a lot of this. Don't worry. And the reason we'll cut it is just because we don't want to miss miss. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, I don't so, mind so, saying the thing I said. Right, let me let me repeat. Yeah. So, so like, okay. So, with a lot of Russians and Siberian girls that are here, they basically came here to make money. But they kind of a lot of them kind of come here with air quote managers who take an air quote yeah. cut of whatever right. they're of whatever they're taking so there is like kind of a darker side to all this oh like, no yes, stuff. I, that's like, what I mean it's not yeah, just like it's not right. it's, it's yeah it's not it's I mean like it is a, it is a choice but it's also like there well, is like there is like, like a like, they're not gonna be at the higher end nightclubs they're gonna be at little smaller places like yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's, it's a whole industry it's a whole ecosystem and I think like the more people know about it the better and I just I don't I think you're right I think it's gonna kind of die if it hasn't died already RTDs we've got Potentially nightclubs. Right, uh, potentially nightclubs. Potentially greenwashing. Potentially mm. entertainment. An yeah. entertainment element to bars. What else yeah. have we got, Calvin? Uh, so I'm thinking like, so before I, I think we've talked about this before, um, where there's a lot of cocktail bars that they're not really themed per se. Like their cocktail menu is very standard. It's like your standard issue of like all the basic cocktails. I think classics. you yeah sorry classics. Um, I think we might start seeing more like I want to say like almost niche like they a cocktail bar that focuses on one type of base alcohol or one one type of spirit. Okay. So like uh, for example, there's a lot now that started popping up that focus on mezcal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we're gonna start seeing more of that where. You're gonna have like a whiskey bar or well, uh, whiskey something. bars are a, a, right. Yeah, right. But I'm, I mean, like, I mean that as like an example yeah. of other types of spirits right. that other bars are gonna start focusing on. I'd love to see a rum bar. Yeah, for example, a rum bar. 
and, and frankly, there are a lot fewer gin bars than I would kind of expect for a city of this size. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. And the gin bars we have aren't that good. Mm. I think they're Without, okay. I don't really know I that like many. I like the gin, but like the, the, one, like the one that we probably all know the name of, that has that name in the name. I can mm. only name one, which is gin and juice, and I haven't been. That's why I was naming it. But I haven't, I haven't been. I don't have any feelings about oh, it. I, 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 I put my head up. It's like, I really like gin and juice. I think it's I, I, I think like it's a winter. Beautiful I like bar. the whole thing about it, but yeah, it's just bad cocktails the whole way through. Do you think? Yeah, I, was I, I like the cocktails. I was like so embarrassed. I think some people quite like it there. Yeah. But I it's have very not, I, again, I can't speak to it. because yeah. We went to Rink afterwards. I was like, Ting Ting, just make us good gin drinks. And she was like, yeah, gotcha. Rink, another bar with entertainment. Oh, Rink, yes. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Yeah, roller bar. Yeah. Rink is yeah. very, I think Rink's an outlier, though. I want to see more of that. I want to yeah. see more cool concepts. But like uh, the same thing, like ki- cages. You have like do- like cages is just a, the mecca of yeah. sports and drink. Yeah, right. yeah. Right, and but like drink, you have this really cool tied in concept with roller skating, the the drinks, the music. Yeah, the yeah. Location. There's kids there at weekends as well. Yeah. It's a it's, family day out. It's super fun. Yeah. So we, we guys think maybe more because when we say entertainment, there, there's a lot. Yes. Do you think like things like Mr. X? I was we'll gonna say Mr. X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see. I would love it if you rooms. could get drunk in Mr. X. Yeah, if you could get drunk and escape from a room. That'd yeah. Be dope. So just just, just for listeners who <laughs> just don't know, like, like Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mr. X they is call in that a, DD driver. Okay, I think we should explain what Mr. X is. So Mr. X is basically like a series of escape rooms. Yeah. That you get you get separated into two teams. You get pitted against each other, and you both are in two two separate rooms, and you have to basically escape from. Consecutive oh, I've never rooms. gone with two teams. I've only gone with one team. Mm. It's fun. I mean, but those kind of things yeah. are fun because it's a good team building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to building. literally, if you're yeah. the team manager, you have to like, yeah. okay, we have to move X and do Y and yeah. go to Z and like you have to use your communication skills. Yeah. 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 It shows your team like you know, like mm. Kilpin might not be able to do X or Y, but it's Kilpin now. Kilpin. <laughs> And I'm real bossy, so I would get everyone well, out of there. I, I do think this makes a lot of sense, though, because, I mean, we were talking about how Shanghai, we were lucky enough not to have, you know, been locked down as hard as some other places. Right. Mm. But a lot of us are kind of stuck here. Like, we, we can't yes. leave and come back that easily, which means, you know, being locked in this lock, so to, to speak. Amused. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you kind of run the same old routine to the ground and it's you know bars a lot of bars have to start coming up with ways to start drawing in a crowd something that's a little bit more different than other places Mm -hmm. which is why a lot of bars that already exist come up with a lot of creative like themes or like creative parties Mm -hmm. stuff like that but if you're opening a new bar it probably bodes well to have a concept that yeah. brings a crowd in just brings a crowd in yeah exactly okay so I think in closing guys I think the big ones we said were nightclubs, uh, more sustainability, no greenwashing. No, opposite. more more greenwashing. More greenwashing. More greenwashing. But it doesn't mean it's it doesn't necessarily it's not a good thing. Yeah, our stance is no greenwashing. Our stance is no greenwashing. Sorry, yeah, yeah. let me yeah. clarify yeah, just, that. If you're gonna yeah. be green, at least be green. Yeah, yeah be like, green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Kelpin was talking about like spirit-focused bars. Spirit-focused bars, because that hasn't ever happened, so... RTDs. RTDs. Oh, come on, spirit-focused bars? 
it happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's going to be a bigger thing. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. I, 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 think, it's, like, I think it's going to be up. So you have Koa, which is just open. Yeah. And it's like, they used to be in Hong Kong. Well, still like, they still are in Hong Kong. You're just taking everything they... Alicia says and saying it again. Oh, sorry. That's Alicia's yeah, favorite okay. thing to talk but about. But you haven't said it today, have you? No. Uh, I you haven't talked about 50, okay. 50 best bars in Asia? Uh, well, we talk, no, but we, we this talked is, this about... This is her talking points. Okay. We talked about the rise of agave spirits oh, a bit. Okay. But on, okay. our, on our agave episode, yeah. we talked about Koa. But David, also, part two yeah. is coming soon, guys. Because yeah. David was an amazing guest. Okay. He was fantastic. Okay, guys, so I think we, we want... What do we not want to see? How about this? For 2022, what's the, the biggest offender you can imagine happening? Like, what would come back that, like, it's already been here? trend that could come back and be like, I don't want to see that anymore. Kitschy themed bars. Give an example. Don't have to say a bar name, but like... A, a bar that opens with some kind of over-the-top process you have to go through to drink. Oh, like like a, spe- a secret speakeasy kind of thing. <sighs> More like... Like a tiki bar? No. Ooh, tiki bars. For you. I'm thinking of a place, but... I'm pretty sure you're involved. In okay. Soldier. No, just like a place. Um. Okay. So a place where you go and there's kind of a really complicated menu where you have to like do a bunch of things in order to be able to read your like like an overly themed bar. Well, remember like when Atelier came out when they first launched, they had those menus that were black and you had to light it on fire. Yes. Exactly. Super cool, but that was like a nice gimmick, and then it stopped. Yes. So you're thinking like gimmicky. Like I like I just want to keep seeing like bars whose drinks and service speak for themselves. And it's just a nice drinking experience without crap. Okay. Helena, what do you think? Things that I don't want to see. Like, um, what's, like, the biggest thing? Like, I know, stop, full stop, turn around, walk away from the bar. Honestly, just cheap, nasty nightclubs. Yeah. Like, nice. yeah, yeah. And, like, like we touched on before, like, nightclubs that just have, like... I've got nothing, nothing against women in bikinis, but, like, like, they just kind of bring on Russian women in bikinis for the sake of it. They never smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, those those types of places. I, I kind of want to see them. Yeah, I yeah, I kind of want to see them. What, what especially what, what ones that are not, are not themed as well. I think something like One Oak I think is different because I think it's a hip hop club and it yeah. definitely has a different genre of what I'm talking about. But yeah, I, I don't want to see the return of like big nasty nightclubs. Yeah, I'm actually having a hard time with this because they both stole what I was thinking. Yeah, no, I'm still thinking though. Uh, <laughs> So, if listener at home, I'm telling Kelvin to project because he doesn't like I'm, to use I'm, his voice. I'm thinking, I kind of, yeah, what I don't want to see has pretty much been said already. Might steal Logan's. You can steal mine. No ABV drinks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no ABV drinks or no ABV spirits? No ABV spirits. Okay. I, I don't want to see the return of those really seedy after hours clubs that we used to have. Like the four, I love the idea of late night bars. Yes. I don't like the late night seediness that Agreed. we used to have. Agree. Mm. Yes. Like old Shanghai when it was seedy, seedy. I How long ago are we talking now? 2014, 2015. Okay, yeah, that's I was there then. So I like, I don't like either. that because that was too much. Mm. Yes. Like oh, for, actually, sorry. Go on. Like for example, like where Fallon One Five Eight is in Shanghai now, it used to be a bar called DC Ten, mm-hmm. which was an airplane. <gasps> it was shaped like an oh. airplane. It was actually really cool. But like around I have a story about the founder of that place, by the way. I'll tell you. DC ten. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, but that place was okay because like people flight attendants and everything, and you sit first class. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you buy the take whatever it was, right? But then you go out and there'd be seedy nightclubs and seedy seedy bars, and I'm mm-hmm. happy that's gone. Yeah. yeah. 
Agreed. Like, I don't mind drinking out late 4 or 5 in the morning. Yeah. But I don't want to be yeah. Yeah. in that crowd. Right. No, yeah, when I said late night, I mean, like, a nice place that's yeah. still open late. I, yeah. I actually, <laughs> after after that one, I, I just thought of one. The kind of CD clubs, but, like, CD bars, like, ones... I'm kind of hip, hypocrite for this because I used to go to them when I was in high school. But places in Shanghai where like a high schooler could go, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you walk by that block and there's like a million high schoolers standing on the block, like yeah. puking mm-hmm. everywhere. Those kind of like CD. I mean, they still exist, but I just don't want to see more of them. Right. Fair enough. Okay. okay. Nice. Well, guys, I think we got it. Thank you so much. Uh, Listener at home, thank you so much. Uh, if you have any comments of what you want to see or don't want to see, let us know in the comments. And guys, thank you, uh, and we out. Kevin, play us out.